Hello, everyone. My name is Oksana. It's Road to AdWords Weekly, AdWords Insiders at 21st. We deliver the news about the creation of our project AdWords. And as usual, Tokugawa-san, could you please start the session? Uh, hello, everybody. Uh, this is Hiro Tokugawa speaking. Uh, now, this time, and uh, probably for the next couple of times, uh, I would like to talk about the Ofuro. The public baths in Edo, the city of Edo. Now, uh, and then we start with the etymology. Now, you look at the kanji for furo. It is uh, wind, and then ro fu is fu for wind, and ro is I don't know what it means. It doesn't have any meaning actually. Uh, ro was probably uh, the oven. Okay, oven in Nihongo is also ro, and in fact, the uh, furo was originally a sauna. A steam sauna, and uh, yes, and I actually remember uh, being in one of them. Uh, you are led into a uh, dark room about uh, two meters high, and you lie down. It's completely dark, and steam comes in from somewhere, and you have to wait for a while. And then uh, there's plenty of perspiration. Then you move to a warm water bath outside. Uh, very scary experience, but this was the original, and therefore the name. Uh, now, you see... <clears throat> And the tradition of public baths uh, seems to have started very early on in Japanese history with Shotoku Taishi in the uh, 6th century. So this was a part of offering for the uh, masses by Buddhist temples. And the, uh, the Shotoku strategy was to let ordinary people experience a Buddhist paradise. Uh, so he uh, created hospitals here and there and also public baths. Uh, and then the tradition went on, and they were steam baths until the uh, early sixth, early seventeenth century. And uh, so this is one thing. And the other is that the first public bath in Edo is recorded in uh, fifteen ninety one, one year after Tokugawa Ieyasu entered the city of Edo. But uh, within twenty five years, so by the time the uh, Tokugawa Ieyasu had become uh, the uh, nominal and de facto ruler of Japan, uh, so there was one public bath uh, for each neighborhood. So there must have been hundreds already. Uh, now I haven't been able to check this out, but uh, there must have been some kind of intervention uh, by the uh, Tokugawa authorities in the city by then. And the interesting thing is that now you make. A public sauna, and you you let anyone who pays a little bit of money uh, lose change to enter. Then they open and close the door all the time, so all the steam would leave, and that was the first technical problem uh, that the uh, the the bathing house uh, owners had to contend with. And so uh, what they did was they built a wall uh, dangling from the ceiling, and you had to crawl into the sauna space. And, uh, but soon it, it uh, but it was very dark inside and whoever got uh, struck by the heat would faint there and no one would notice for quite a while. So uh, it was proving quite dangerous. Uh, so they started to, uh, well, they start to put warm water at the bottom and then put the wall a bit higher. So you will take the steam and then sit down and then uh, put yourself in warm water. And uh, and then only after that uh, came what is today's Japanese hot bath, the public bath, uh, a big tub uh, full of hot water uh, where you immerse yourself all the way up to your shoulders. And uh, so 
And that was in uh, the middle, by the middle of the 17th century. And the interesting thing is that uh, when Chinese tourists come to Japan and take the onsen, they're all perplexed that we all have to get naked fully. Uh, but at the very beginning, uh, Japanese baths were the same. Uh, they had the uh, ofuro fundoshi and the ofuro koshimaki, and uh, they all leased it to you, the uh, customer. Uh, and whoever, for, whoever got drunk and forgot to wear their things were laughed at in the bath quite naturally. Okay, so how it became a complete nudist paradise uh, towards end Tokugawa times uh, is now I have to find this out. But uh, so this is the first installment about Ofuro in Edo. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I, I like the idea, like Buddhist paradise as like bath or spa, yes. like crazy <laughs> paradise. <laughs> Thank you very much for a uh, very interesting uh, uh, story. And uh, next, again, could you please, uh, can I give you the word? Uh, thank you, Oksana. Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, we really appreciate that uh, it's so long time to receive the land NFT. Yeah, and then finally, uh, you could receive the those tokens. Yeah. Uh, sorry for taking a long time and then really appreciate it uh, for your patience. Uh, the thing is, the, the hardest thing is uh, we received JPY uh, by some applications and then we have to, we had to integrate the lists of JPY into the lists of cryptocurrency with no mistake, with checking one by one by eyeball was like hell, but finally done. And uh, we, uh, with our team, we prepared some script which can, you know, write uh, lands NFT quickly and accurately with slow gas. So it took a bit long time uh, for you to, you know, uh, get those tokens. But anyway, uh, finally we're done. So from this week, we are going to focus on creating the virtual world with Sequin. And then also we are gonna find proper partner. Uh, some of the company is a public listed company in Japan that I already found really great collaboration with them based on Edverse. It's gonna be nice and super powerful uh, IR and marketing as well. And then my another partner is gonna be in the US uh, from, from this week and then for 10 days. And then the end of August, he's also uh, going back to US again uh, to, to give some promotion and marketing in the US. He's a really, really nice guy, but uh, obviously he cannot be, you know, uh, official guy because he's working for some traditional financial company. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe he has to follow the, you know, uh, conflict of interest or something, I don't know. But anyway, he's a really nice guy and help us so much to find the uh, ambassador as well and proper, proper partner and the global marketing as well. Uh, those are things. And uh, maybe, I I'm not sure, uh, after we announce something about uh, our partnership and collaboration, we would like to show some the examples of merchandise. I mean, what we can do in Edivas, especially for those who already bought the lands in, in, in uh, already bought the lands in Edivas and already had uh, lands token in Edivas. It's gonna be exciting definitely because we can put some advertising we can put some marketing merchandising. And then I already found some uh, kind of symbolic company which can show these activities. It's gonna be announced quite soon. I, I, I hope quite soon because we already had some agreements. So just, just 
discuss in the detail. So um, I'm really excited to focus on uh, maximizing this ecosystem finally because we uh, finished all of the tech part and then it was so tough, but uh, anyway, we did it. And then uh, supposed to be in September or something, uh, Dominic always, always mentioned that uh, we are going to have some avatar auction. So we need to prepare for some nice and uh, high quality avatar, uh, maybe from Sequencer, uh to let them into auction. It's going to be also good marketing. So anyway, we are going to try to do our best for maximizing our ecosystem and then let you, uh, let all of you move to Edubus immediately from Japan, from the global countries. You have to move now. Okay, thank you so much. Everybody should surrender. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, thank you very much. And uh, yes, everyone, thank you for your patience. Our team was working very hard these days. And next, Mitsushi, uh, could you please continue the session? Okay, hello. Uh, in July 7th, we started selling uh, D-Land NFT and uh, related tokens journey. And uh, at that time, we had a live streaming on YouTube, namely Monthly Adverse Insider. Then there, uh, me, uh, Dominic San and Gen San uh, answered the questions from the users in chat in live streaming. I think we answered almost all the questions that we received at the time in very detail. I think it was very important to walk through users and give a detailed instruction about the process and procedures of purchasing NFTs and acquiring the tokens, and also uh, answering the overview and roadmap of the projects. And the thing is, uh, we usually, you know, I explain the, the updates and process in English here in Weekly Adverse Insider, but sometimes it's important to have a direct dialogue and communication with uh, Japanese users as well in order to remove their anxiety and also, uh, you know, uh, be be sort of transparent and accountable uh, for their investment and uh, commitment, right? Uh, therefore, I think our live streaming was very successful and we got very positive feedback from the users, from the Twitter and Discord and line chat. So the thing is not only, you know, uh, Japanese, but also we need to sort of uh, interact with a lot of users from different countries with different uh, languages. So in Discord, I think we will expand uh, other languages community as well. We already have several languages channel in Discord. And there, we, I think we are able to sort of interact with the local users in their own local languages. So we see a Japanese community, Chinese community, French, Malaysian, Indonesian community in Discord. And users are already having some sort of, uh, you know, chat and interaction there in Discord. So uh, for future, we will be able to reach out to wider range of audience uh, as we proceed this marketing and promotional uh, exertion, uh, commitment and efforts. And also, uh, in uh, you know, a live chat corner in uh, YouTube live streaming, uh, a lot of users propose many great ideas for collaboration, for IP collaboration or ambassador collaboration and some other uh, great idea or impressive ideas. So I think users, uh, you know, uh, interaction is very important key for organizing DAO, a decentralized organization. Usually communities have a sovereignty and initiative to proceed projects rather than the company, right? This is very sort of the most uh, updated version of uh, carrying out a project. So I think users are already in uh, this paradigm of Web3 and DAO. Uh, that's what I felt uh, during the live streaming. 
I think uh, going forward, we will uh, exert or execute the you know many ideas proposed by users one by one, and we can further activate community. So I think uh, in that perspective, the next uh, you know monthly adverse insider probably eighth of on August. I don't know, maybe then we will have some other you know uh, great uh, idea to activate a community and some other you know opportunities to yeah uh, sort of improve the projects. That's uh, well, that's what I wanted to say today. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Mitsushi. And uh, the next, Dominique, uh, could you please continue the session? Okay. Uh, thank you, Oksana. Uh, yeah, we're really celebrating the birth of uh, Aerobus uh, ecosystem, finally that on uh, 7th of July. Um, uh, this is a real uh, economies. It's just appeared just from the Zeni currencies in uh, Erebus. And uh, this is um, this is a really great thing. Um, we, if you are deposited, um, uh, if you deposit 1000 USDC in the launch part, and you got um, 815,800 Zeni, so I think this is big numbers. Um, this time, that uh, the assumption of a market cap of the Zenic ecosystem, uh, we just uh, really just started from the really small place. It's like a, a 50 million, no, uh, 500, uh, uh, 5 million US dollars was uh, the market cap that Oxford assumed because the, we just did a 50% discount of the original uh, assumed market cap was a 10 million US dollars. Um, and then uh, 1,000 uh, USDC deposit became 800, 15,800 uh, 800, 800 And also, of course, that we returned the rest of the USDCs, uh, 592 USDCs. That means that in this time, um, uh, the, the 408 US dollars just became uh, 815,800 uh, zeni. That is um, that is a really big number, and I'm really happy that you know, people can enjoy that 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 to have a, the first memorial zenies uh, in this economy. So that that's great. And then uh, on seventh uh, of July, uh, we just started a USDC uh, based uh, uh, lands uh, NFT sale. That was also very. Um, uh, that was very remarkable, but uh, there was a little sort of confusions. And also, uh, this time, that Ethereum system um, did actually uh, the shifting from the uh, from the uh, shifting the validation from uh, mining to the staking. Um, and as a result, that what we saw is that the many updating on the Ethereum platform, Ethereum blockchains. So it means that you know even just you know, we have some, uh, it just we have already developed some certain very solid system uh, to just launch launch this uh, the Edobus ecosystem. Um, but and always that you know the update update is coming up, then we have to just catch up. And it takes a little time, and then um, we just uh, we just did a lot of sort of uh, uh, just um, the very sort of the quick decision that we had to make that to to finish finish this tale. So it took a little time that you know uh, we had to just apologize uh, just just to take a, to take a time for this time. But in the future, that it's going to be very stabilized. Um, yeah, our system is going to be just working very okay in the futures. 
Um, and then um, uh, it uh, it work very well in future. And um, and then um, there was that's a bit of excuse of that that year we did. But at least that, and you know, most of the people just get a land NFTs. And then uh, we're still just uh, just working on this uh, the two finalizing things that, and also we're just doing that for the Asian too as well. So um, and after this, uh, this. All the members, because this is the seventh of July, was actually the birth of the Edibus ecosystem. So uh, all the stakeholders, and uh, including, uh, of course, this is a uh, Zeni buyers and also Zeni holders now, and also uh, uh, lands NFT holders. All the all the members are really uh, great members. Just in uh, the first great member in in Edibus community. So uh, we want to celebrate. And also, we want to do some uh, airdrops in the future. That the Zeni airdrops in the future for everybody. Just that they attended on the seventh of July. So um, I'm really looking forward just that to having that the, the next event will be on uh, on eighth of uh, eighth of August, as Mister mentioned. Um, uh, we do uh, we we have to just make some of the uh, some of the sort of um, very interesting events. Uh, for and also the exciting events for everybody and also we our purpose of this of this activities that are to expand uh, the our communities before the real Edibus is is coming up in the next year. So uh, I want uh, really um, just pushing up everything and then uh, uh, expanding the communities and then people can just uh, do a lot of activities in in this in this community. Uh, before 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 the real uh, Edibus is coming up, so uh, I'm um, really happy that uh, we just did it. We just, of course, it was a really hard work and a tough start, but that was actually really we started actually. And then I want just in a, I want just share everything just with, with all of them, all of you, and also. Uh, um, and also, uh, uh, I want enjoy. Uh, yeah, people can just. I, I hope that people can just enjoy just in this uh, Aerobus community, and then it's going to be very, very big in the future. Thank you. Thank you very much, and thank you everyone who participated in uh, the monthly insider last week. It was very fun. It was great to uh, see everybody being active, uh, like uh, giving the questions and uh, uh, comments. So thank you very much, and uh, I will meet you next week. Goodbye. <laughs>